Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Greetings and welcome to a Friday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is September 16th. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, I'm doing good. Just uh, just ready for another weekend, week two of NFL football. I won't be traveling, so I'm, I'm excited about that. I'm ready. I'm, I'm excited for the Fortnite. It's, uh, it's been are enjoyable. Are you going up? Are you uh, get up there? I don't know. It's kind of it's like an hour and a half. It's not like uh, in my backyard, you know. That's a commitment for the fortnight. You know? Yeah, I was it's thinking close. about like maybe Sunday, but then I was thinking if I go up Sunday, when are we recording? <laughs> it's like, am I recording from PGA Tour Media Center? Do I really want to do that? <laughs> um, Shouting from the inside the media. Tent. Yeah, that just seems like just a bad idea. Am okay. I recording from a car? You know, uh, well, that went well the last time we did it. Yeah. Well, there's mountains to drive through. There's not caves and valleys, but oh, yeah. there's there's <laughs> mountains where you routinely drive for uh, for 20 minutes without any service. You know, so, sure. um, you know, logistically might not make it make okay. it work. So yeah. and I've got yeah. some travel on the slate coming up. So home time's always good. What's up yeah. with you? What's what's going on? Nothing. Looking for it. it. Fall. Real fall has come. It's like under sixty in the morning. Had the windows open last night. So everybody loves weather talk. I'm very excited. I put on a layer layering item this morning. First time since whatever, probably spring. So or Scotland, I suppose. But yeah, yeah it's, it's interesting. Excited. I've never, um, never been a big, just like long sleeve t shirt person. But in this climate, I I feel like long sleeve t shirts are a necessity. Yeah, I feel like in Chicago, it's always either or. There's so little middle ground, right? It's either hot or it's cold. Yes, yeah. it's That's like usually you, Maryland go, is. Yeah. you go sweatshirts, and and here it's like every morning it's like a long sleeve t shirt morning. That's fantastic. That's great. No, I'm ready for another fall weekend, football weekend. The Browns play the Jets. We could be two and zero with Jacoby Brissett. So, uh, very excited for that on Sunday, Sunday afternoon. I don't think anybody else will be really watching that game, but we got, I got to wait for Monday, uh, Monday or Sunday night. Oh God, that's going to be terrible. It's awful. Every, every time, every time they put us, they put us on prime time. It's just like a, it's cruel and unusual punishment to Bears fans to put them into the prime time spotlight and have the world see our offense. Nobody else wants to watch that, especially if they got the Cowboys last Sunday night. What's, what's, I mean. In an era of like high flying offenses, the Bears perpetually put out their, their stinky offense and, and they just get utterly embarrassed every Sunday night, every time, every time we're going up there and we're going to have Aaron Rodgers just, he's going to taunt, taunt us Bears fans. It's just going to add to the, you know, the misery. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. Watching it as an objective observer or I would imagine as a Bears fan, even worse. Um, 
Hey, Matt Fitzpatrick leads the Italian Open. That's the actually 36 hole update of recent major winners. Look, everybody does this floodgates narrative bullshit when you win your first major, right? And it rarely happens. We saw Justin Thomas. It just took him five years to get a second major. Um, and I'd say with relative minimal contention in those five years, just, you know, for, for what we expected, we expect him. He's a different talent. Who of recent major winners is Fitzy maybe perhaps most likely to get a second among that, that category of Cam Smith and Scotty Scheffler. Obviously this year, you have John Rahm and last year, Hideki, uh, Bryson recently. I, it feels like Fitzy is among even I'll throw Kyle Morikawa even in there. He's got two already. Uh, Fitzy feels just on a trajectory. I know the data boys love his sort of constant improvement. Um, he feels like maybe not the most talented, but a great option to just always be in contention. Well, you know, you look at how he's improved and he's become a player with, with no discernible weaknesses. And you know what that means? You play well at the hardest. You hardest play well a anywhere, game. anywhere. Yeah, anywhere you can play well. And particularly with majors when everything gets tough, you know, you're, and you, you think like, I think Cam Smith is obviously a natural fit for Augusta every year. And you're going to, mm-hmm. and, and Fitzy's played well at Augusta, but I don't think you'll ever. So Cam Smith, you're going to put in like, Hey, this guy's probably going to play well at Augusta every year. We have those like Augusta specialists, right? Yeah. But when you look at U.S. Opens <clears throat> and Opens, like Fitzy played well at at uh, the Open too. You know, he played well at Southern Hills. Was he, in the yeah. So I think when you look at the variety of courses that he can play well at, I think Scheffler is in the same bucket. Like you look at Scotty Scheffler, no weaknesses, right? Yeah. So I think like that's the thing. I mean, Bryson has weaknesses, right? His short game wedge play is not great, right? He also might be a YouTuber now, professional (laughs) YouTuber and Instagram reeler. You know, I I just, I don't know what his commitment is to major championship golf or professional golf. Well, he's a fan of golf. That's what he said. He's going to be watching the press. First and foremost, I'm a fan. Well, that's that's not what first and foremost. I mean, I don't think that is true. You are a professional golfer with incredible talent. I don't think first and foremost. I don't know. Anyways, yeah, uh, Bryson. I, I'm not questioning his his drive, but it, it does seem like he's doing other things. Yeah, Hideki weaknesses in the game. Morikawa. There are things that hold him back. Right, distance yep. and until yep. that in in putting can be questionable. So you look at it, but like I think you've got you've got different classes of players and. The you have like the every single major first page favorites, and what I would say about Fitzy is he becoming a first page favorite? Yeah. And that's you know when you think about first page favorites, and the it's Rory, Scotty Scheffler, I would put in that bucket. Uh, John Rahm is obviously very clearly in that bucket. <laughs> Cam Smith, I don't think Cam, I you know Cam Smith is close. I'm not sure he's he's all the way there. Um, you know, I think there, there'd be some like next year for the majors. I think you probably put him in there for the U S open at LACC. That's going to fit his game really yes. well. Right. Yes. Um, 
you know, I, I don't think uh, if you go down the world rankings, right? Is is Justin Thomas a first page favorite for every major? I don't know. He's the highs are high and the low like, and then there's a lot of sort of no no shows. Maybe too strong a word, but um, mediocrity. I, it's hard to say he's not. He just has these. He's talked about it himself. Like, I don't know why I haven't played well at the Open. I don't know why, like, the Masters, it hasn't clicked for me. Everything should line up. This should, the Open should play to my game, uh, you know, of creativity and shot shaping. Maybe I'll move it all different trajectories and directions. It, it's an odd, it's an odd sort of resume. I don't want to say he's inconsistent because he's one of the best players, most talented players in the world for a reason. But his major championship performance is less of a like top 10 guaranteed deal like you're talking about. So is, is Zalatoris a first page favorite at this point? Has he yeah. earned that distinction? And, and here's the thing he has like a hole in the sense that like that putter could be a little, a little rickety. I mean, the stats were pretty good last year, but I, I, I think that, you know, I'm going to take the, uh, the eye test. It, it doesn't still doesn't necessarily pass for me, mm-hmm. but the when you're he's a transcendent ball striker that literally can play anywhere. You can roll him out anywhere, and he can out outstrike the the field. My one of my questions would be: Is DJ still in every week? Are DJ and Brooks still major in major out first page favorites in your book? I. Uh... I think you could say that for DJ. I don't think you can say that for Brooks. I was thinking about Brooks today, this morning, actually. Just how irrelevant he is and just off the page. And maybe that's fine with him because he's got a bank account that's, you know, he can go live in like a recluse. But for someone who was, I, I mean, to put it honestly, thirsty. Like he was thirsty. He was manipulating social media for pip points, right? He loved being on whatever barstool and aggregated everywhere across the world. And and just, he loved being in the spotlight. He's never been further from the mind than now, just in, in a year. Um, I know that's not answering your question about the major contention, but I'd also say like competitively, it's sort of gone that direction as well. And that's played into him being just completely off stage and forgotten. Um, for about a, a really since the Bryson feud sort of subsided, I I was thinking about this at Boston uh, when or quote let's use Boston in quotes because it really wasn't Boston yeah. but live Bo- live Boston. I was thinking about this when he was out there just like kind of puttering and billowing <laughs> and it's along and it's like when was the last time we saw him like. I mean, even in live events that are just like, yeah, smash. There's 48 players, and he's just mediocre. Yeah. Um, it's just, yeah. I, I. This has been, you know, we're going on like really like almost 18 months of of irrelevance. Yeah, with him. Do you think he and DJ are first page favorites still? I don't think Brooks is at, I I don't know. It's so hard with Brooks because like, you know, and then all of a sudden 
I, I think I'd still put Brooks in there because if you take the long view, if you even with a bad year of majors this year, his numbers are just like insane in majors, right? So, like, so I guess to to put a tie a bow on on this segment, like if you're talking first page favorites, you got Scotty, Rory. I think I'm putting Cam Smith in there, mm-hmm. John Rahm, Zalatoris. Is Fitzy in there? Yes. Yeah. Fitzy, that's why I DJ. The question. Fitzy and DJ. I mean, that's how how big's your first page? What is the first page? <laughs> Whatever. There's, you know, there's a eight way tie for eight. No, I I don't know. But should I, that should we be more discerning? No. Is Rory? No. Is Rory like in class by himself? Or Scheffler? Rory Scheffler? Who would you put? Like, is there an upper crust class? Like. You know, I, d- I do the major draft every every year. It's like we, we draft out the majors, right? So you, you get a pick. There's like 32 guys in it. And you get a pick every major. Like it's a d- random pick. And if I got the number one pick, like it, it, top three, I'm, I think I'd take Zalatoris every top three. Yep. That's not a bad thought i'm getting that way with fitzy i just feel like he's like the whole i pulled up the leaderboard and i pulled watch highlights this morning of course he's first uh again he's just his consistency and sort of dedication to get improving it's just a lens which was in a class which with which i didn't think we'd be talking about him three years ago let alone five years ago when he was sort of like the 11th 12th guy on these Ryder cup teams where would you um, put more Kawa? Is he first page? Because his his major records and it's kind of crazy to say Zalatoris over Morikawa when Morikawa's bagged two of them yeah, and effectively the like yeah. the same amount of time, right? Yeah. yeah, it's some recency bias a little bit, right? Maybe this Zalatoris. is a, this is a good exercise exercise for a future pod. We yeah. should rate them out. Okay, tears. Tears. Things like that. Um, yeah. Anyways, Fitzy is, is just leading in, in Italy. I wouldn't be surprised, honestly, maybe I'm getting carried away. If he's like a top three player in the world at some point. There's obviously wow. these guys to Look battle for. Okay. You're, on the, you're on the Chicago Chicago's I, I, favorite son bandwagon. I, I'm worried about the other, his, his for, Chicago's former favorite son, Luke Donald, tracking why? him down. If Luke wins, if Donald wins, does he automatically have to be a play uh, a, a playing captain if he is wins he the italian well? open Where yeah he's in he? like fifth oh god what well, <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it's within the realm of possibility but I, we're a, a year away this marco simone i saw john huggin you know doesn't speak well for the architecture of all the the broadcasters just keep talking about the shape it's in it's in impact you know great shape you know when they keep going back to that talking point so uh luke donald apparently fancies it though a crazy thing um just from the road this year you know uh wild horse this course in in the middle of nowhere uh of nebraska i don't i say that with uh affection dear affection i love i love the middle of nebraska it's like one of my favorite places in the world the people are incredibly nice um and like welcoming and but when we were we spent a couple days like i I mean we had meals in town we hung out like just 
it, it was, um, but uh, everybody, whenever they heard that we were there for the golf course, were like, <laughs> just immediately talked about how good a shape it was in. And I want, and I kept, I well, wanted to just be like, you realize that this is like one of the best designed golf courses in the country, like full stop. Like it is not about the greens and and what how good of shape oh. it's in. It's a part of it. Yes, it's in great shape. But you have I, I like wanted to just be like you have one of the best designed. Like you have one of the best designed houses in the country. But like they all, every single person, without like like people in the pro shop. Talking about the how good of shape it's in, not how good of the golf course. How good a golf course this is, is in. This is how it is. This is how it is in America. Um, and it's it's people are more educated. It's easier to discern. Oh, that grass looks like it's in good shape versus understanding a, a more more a uh, higher level. And probably why you've been able to you know carve out a voice for yourself because you can help educate people. So when they do go there, right? I mean, it's just that's. I'm not blaming those people. That's just like how it is in America. This is like, I can see that this green look, looks nice and pretty. Is that what I should value? I don't, maybe not, but that's how people, that's what people can um, discern easier for themselves as opposed to the architecture of the house as a, the front yard is easier. Hey, judge. you, you Go made ahead. a big bird yesterday. Yeah. I was going to save that for precision pro read. I did. I played All right, Catholic well, we'll, we'll save a little tease, a little tease. What you have scramble. to look forward to is hearing no. about Brendan's eagle. No, I'm not talking about my <laughs> golf game at all. I, I touched God there for about 10 minutes. I hit it. I think it was a 330-yard par four. I hit it to like two and a half feet. I obviously didn't fly it that far. I, it was a slight dog leg. I cut it. And uh, it was a scramble. So I was like, well, you got to putt it. And my putting, to put it mildly, has been atrocious this year. Got even new, even with the, even without with the st- stability that, shaft, uh, your uh, club uh, champion uh, stability uh, shaft. Come on, uh, yeah, I might be going back to the old putter. It's like a disaster. So I've got I, I got to I got to I got to do something for you, Brendan. The putter's not the issue. It's the operator. What? Well, I, it's feel. They've got the big fat grip. I, I want to go back to the feels of my old putter. I think it's more it's of the stroke. No, my stroke's always been adequate. It's fine. <laughs> Anyways, two and a half feet. Adequate is pretty generous. So, yeah, two and a half feet. I know how to read grades. It's just the stroke has been bad. I'm a good. Hey, I heard yesterday for Telly. Can't read greens. He's just lost without the book. Now that the book's like. He really? He can't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's it. I heard that was a little tidbit that he struggles now that he doesn't have the book. But two and a half feet for Eagle. Um, and I was anxious. It snuck in the side door. Low side, came in the side door and fell in. Got it too. But I made a birdie on the next hole. Hard ass par three over water. That's like 215 yards. Hit a five iron and made birdie. That that one I was just as just as pumped about as the I, two. The deuce deuce. That was That was my 10 minutes of glory. But I don't think the putting thing that that doesn't. I just fact checked it with some stats, and he's just not a good putter. Fratelli, okay, yeah, like, all right. <laughs> and, about me still. And, last year was actually his best putting year in the last four years. Okay, 
I was uh, just caved by a caddy. So he's, they couldn't believe how poor he, he read greens. Anyways, all right, that, that you're, you're fact checking it and disputing. It. I appreciate that real time. Hey, let's do an ad read. We'll do some a substantiated rumor Friday, Sub, somewhat substantiated rumor about about Dick Harvest Farms. After this ad read for Gooder, our sunglass. Uh, oh wow, Gooder partners. Yeah, go to mind your vols. Go to the uh, URL goodr dot com. Use promo code. Is it SGS? That gets you fifteen percent off sunglasses uh, i'm getting calls from uh yeah use promo code sgs you get 15 percent off good are calling you i don't know maybe it was big luxotica trying to interrupt <laughs> our ad read here get jam us as, as we're touting the virtues of uh 25 sunglasses and free shipping if you get two for 50 bucks um uh, i've uh do you play golf in sunglasses I don't. yeah i like it really yeah I don't. I wear them pretty much every time except when I'm playing golf. I don't even bring them to the course. Maybe I should get into it with Gooder. I feel like I would lose them on the cart. And, I, and maybe that's why you do Gooder and not something Or crazy. you could just walk and then you don't have to worry about losing anything on the cart. Yeah. And you get, a, you get some exercise in. I usually walk. I just play. Obviously, yesterday was a scramble. I, I think I lost my rangefinder stuck to the cart. Which really? Which is fresh on the mind. Yes. Yes. Um, the NX 10's gone. Uh, maybe we'll get it back. We'll see. We'll see. I'm in an effort to get it back. The, uh, uh, that, I got the, I got those new new lenses. The gooder gooder's got you know they boy. keep coming out with new ones. I've got yeah. I got three pairs of them. They're great. Um, I this purchased the most- them myself. I didn't ask for a handout. And uh, you know I can say yeah I I would say that this is the 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 sponsor that I've spent the most of my money on, you know, maybe the most demanded promo code. I don't know where we could post them, tattoo them across our forehead. Everybody asks, what's the good or promo code? Say SGS. That gets you 15% off. I think one right. problem that they've created with me is I'm even more reckless with my sunglasses. <laughs> I know. Like I do not, I like, if I lose a pair, I'm just like, whatever, you know, I, you know, it's uh, th- it's great though. They're great sunglasses, and the yes. thing I like about it is I've got like variety in my sunglasses. Not, I'm just yeah. not a, a one trick pony flashy. with my my sunglasses. I've got some some different. Uh, I can express myself in different ways, you know, because I'm a I'm a 36 year old dad that you know feels like they need to be on the cutting edge of fashion, you know. <laughs> with the clothes that I haven't purchased, you know, uh, any trendy clothes. And uh, so I, I heard this, uh, I, maybe it was a tweet. I can't remember, but it was, it's, I just like couldn't relate to it more. But it was like effectively when you have a kid, your fashion just just halts. And you'll you'll just be the same person. That's why you you lose your trends. It's like nothing changes for you. Your fashion's the same when your kid's eighteen as it was the day you had the kid. Because that's when like you you don't have time to pay attention or or anything. And but you know the one place that I've uh, I've been you know get staying with the trends is the sunglasses because gooder right. I could do it. There you go. There you go. Buy two at a time. You can get very, you can, can get, you know, varied up, like you said. But uh, get two at a time, get the free shipping at $50. All polarized. All right. Gooder.com is promo code SGS. Uh, mildly uh, substantiated Intel rumor Friday from someone intimately familiar with Rich Harvest Farms. Oh. Greens you need to be watching out for. Now, we've got a lot of tips over the summer that, that you know, they've been having issues with some of the 
the greens out there. But here we go. Watch out for the fourth green. It was a temporary green for the last two months, and I've never seen it play in faster than an eight in the five months I've been there. The fifth is a BS green that will be impossible to putt, Mickey Mouse. And if it's fast, people could be four putting. The seventh, brand new green was completely redone, also rolling around an eight. 16th, par three. Anyone gets the ball rolling towards the front of the green, it will never stop. 17th is crazy ugly. Will be insanely hard to put down to a pin. Uh, 18th is super awkward. And apparently, it's a super short par five that everyone will go for, plus the fact that they built the stands too close to the green. The pros are going to be launching balls into the grandstand. So that's another way which Liv is, I wouldn't say innovating, but copying off their uh, PGA Tour brethren. So do you, can you corroborate any of that Rich Harvest Farms? It sounds like the greens could be, we'll never hear about it from Arlo and, and Faraday and the boys, but uh, the greens could be kind of hit or miss. I've heard, been, been getting reports all year about yeah. the, the yeah. poor quality. And, and obviously, you know, agronomy is hard. Yeah. Um, most importantly, the agronomy team has, I think, you know, this is a, this is a tip you might wanna might wanna think about this if if you're if you're betting on live. Bryson DeChambeau, he's had a a great history with dogs in Chicago. Golden retrievers. Golden retrievers. Yeah. Obviously, Trigger. Trigger, his buddy, his pal from Olympia Fields, made headlines when uh, the BMW was there. But you know, little did everybody know that. Trigger wasn't around when when he played Olympia Fields of the U.S. Ham there, but Trigger's dad, Divot, <laughs> is is the uh, the turf dog at Rich Harvest Farms. So a little Trigger lineage, something to keep an eye on. And uh, I would say this is a friend, a home game for for Bryson, just because that that dog, good Divot. vibes, good yeah, dog good. vibes, Divot and Trigger from the same stock. All right. Yeah. So, all right. Could be, could be Price is playing. He's throwing out the first pitch. I got a lot of blowback about my, my, uh, White Sox. Mo- White Sox moving to, to the South suburbs. <laughs> Nobody liked it. How about Scotty Pippen as the washed up athlete oh, that showed up? So, we did Poppy so in Boston. So Scotty Pippen, the, the Batman, the Robin, extremely available to come and sort of well, Greg Norman's buddy. Kind of has had a mental breakdown in recent years. Uh, lost his he mind has, a little had bit. Some takes, had some things to say. I mean, you talk about like how you can fall from grace in Chicago. Like Chicago is one of the towns that reveres athletes more than any. I, I imagine if you put him up with, against any town, like, you know, you have any like... The 1985 Bears still don't pay for sure, meals. Like sure. you know, you're talking about a team that won a championship 30 plus years ago is not paying for meals. Um, Scottie Pippen, if he just never said anything, is like pantheon athlete in Chicago. But he feels slighted by Michael Jordan in the in the Last Dance and just basically loses his mind. <laughs> I mean, you're talking about a guy that was extremely irresponsible with his money. And, you know, uh-huh. the Bulls just created a high-paid position for him where he did nothing. He just sat at courtside at games. You know, this is this is a city that will take care of its athletes. And somehow, 
Scottie Pippen has ostracized himself from from a city that he he could do almost anything. But the one thing you can't do is go at Michael Jordan in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. He went at Phil Jackson too. Didn't oh yeah, he's bit. gone he at, everybody. at everybody. Yeah. Um so he's there. I'm, I'm anxious to see who's who's up. We are a text chain where we're guessing Miami. Who's going to uh, Vinny Testaverde? We've got. Uh, I think Pitbull. Pitbull will be if it's not Pitbull doing the musical, the musical act. You'll be I, shocked. I'm. I'm just. I'm giving up if Pitbull doesn't Darrell. get it. Like the only other option other than Pitbull is Rick Ross. Rick Ross, but he was just doing interviews with Andy North at the Tour Championship. He might be PGA Tour loyal. You know, he, he goes out to Atlanta. Do you think they sign contracts and now uh, the PGA <laughs> Tour that that precludes them from live musical acts? Jason Derulo, you'll never set foot on a TPC, of course. What'd she say? Uh, I was I was in I was writing a little thing for the fried egg newsletter and I was deep in the Jason Derulo I, I was in Jason Derulo research and Spotify <laughs> you know the guy time. has turned out some hits but yeah you know, nothing nothing yeah. substantial since after like 2018 yeah yeah that was after my time I just knew he was a figure he always shouts his own name right Jason Doesn't Derulo always, yeah isn't that a thing he does? Anyway, God, this is terrible. Um, anything else on Live Chicago, which starts at I guess one fifteen? It starts in an hour from now on Friday. I, I, I nothing. I the golf course is the shitty. Golf. Here's the thing: this is like this. This one has the least amount of pop of any of the Live events because they don't. They have it, and I think this is a point that you've hit on. They haven't announced any new players. And that's really what the interest of the league is. The league interest isn't in the play. And I think they're on to some things that are that add have a compelling product. But at this point, the sole interest in the league is who's going to the league. It is not how said player plays once they get to the league. This event has no new players. So this it's just gonna be a shit event. And guess what? I'm guessing those YouTube numbers aren't going to be any are, aren't going to be very good. Someone was saying they never it never drops below sixty five thousand on YouTube. There's some sort of like I don't know built in thing where the audience stays there. All right, while we're on that news, um, Apple and Amazon Wall Street Journal reported this past on talks with Luke. what's going on with the Wall Street Journal? Why is there just like Norman had an op ed where he just talks about like, his ass. Golf is never covered by the Wall Street Journal, and this week there's like four fucking articles. Uh, yeah, they're dropping in on the sport, I guess. They hear there's talk of business disruption, all these buzzwords, and uh, they want to write about it. I don't know if they got all the issues, but yeah, yeah, they're getting some good stuff. Uh, but this was a report that Apple and Amazon uh, had passed on engaging in talks. I don't have a lot to add on that other than it's news on its face. Seems like they're still looking for a distributor. I imagine they're, you know, would almost be willing to pay for it at this point. Right? Open it up the war chest. Much. Yeah. Open it up the coffers. Yeah. In addition to news, Phil might drop out of the lawsuit, he said. I saw that was reported, I think, by Bob Herrig. And out he, of Mickelson uh, versus Michier Tour. Well, he's like, now that Liv has joined it, I don't need to be, you know, 
involved. I was like, oh, I guess you're one and the same, right? Aren't you? So um, maybe that's why. Uh, and what do you think over over under Phil's finish this week? T thirty nine. That's a good line. <laughs> that's a real good line. Thirty nine feels. <laughs> I'm gonna. I mean, God, how pathetic I just is say this? Like th- like thirty eight right away. Like it's right there. God, that's good. Ah, uh, I go under just because over is so little, guys, on the field. He's got to beat ten guys once. Right? Maybe. What are you doing for that? What would you say? I'm going over. I don't think Dick Harvest <laughs> Farms is going to be good for him. All right. That's it. Let's do Flashback Friday. Brought to you by Precision Pro Golf. You're not you going to talk about the Fortnite at all? What do you want to talk about? Jay, Justin Lauer went Homa, crazy on Thursday. Social Max media Homa sensation. The- Max Homa leading the way. Looking for a back-to-back title I, My favorite part about, about Max Homa and contention is, is every media outlet explaining, you know, their connection with Max Homa. Every, yeah. every single, uh, and, then, and then you get the, you know, 2017 Max Homa made X amount of dollars. Look he at him now. This. He was on the edge here. Yeah. It is a good story. It is. It's great a great story. story. And great Max story. is a great guy. This is not, it's just like everybody runs to, to try and explain how they're the, they're the definitive Max Homa friend. Ricky Fowler shot a five under 67. I don't think we need to say anything more about that, but there's a lot of- How about that? Reimagined Reinvented. Self in four weeks. Uh, I was thinking about this last night. I was watching Fortnite. Go ahead. I was watching it last night. I was at DVR. It's good to Uh hear Shane Bacon on the telecast. Um, I was, I was DVR'd it and, you know, or I didn't DVR it. I don't know what, what the YouTube TV version of DVR is, but my daughter wouldn't go to sleep and she, she can't, she was, she said she was hot, even though the house was like 68 degrees. I think she was just trying to, you know, delay, procrastinate. And she said the key, key to my, key to my heart. She said, watch golf. Watch golf oh, with Dada. Wow. <laughs> she she oh, was just yeah. <laughs> trying to trying to around your finger. <laughs> yeah, I was like, all right, you want to watch golf? Let's go watch golf. <laughs> so we we you know we turned it on. She got like twenty minutes of golf, but I was watching it. You know, it's just this is a good tournament. Good fall oh, series. I, I know. Yeah, as far as fall series events go, and we're you know grading on a scale with that qualifier, but. It's a good event. I've always enjoyed this one at Silverado. Uh, I think it's going back to the fries days, which we'll get into here in uh, flashback in a minute. But what are you going to say? I mean, so if say the tour does this consolidation, which, you know, it looks like it's going to happen. We've got a lot of tournaments in California, and I am going to say we have too many. Yes. All right, so we got Palm Desert. Uh, we've got Amex. Is that what you're referring yeah, to? Yeah, Amex, Bob Hope. Bob Hope we've got AT and T. We've got Tory. We've got Riv. Which ones should go? Which I mean, ones should be? Say, what should be point earners, and what should be? Amex, I know, has a lot of history. Obviously, it's gone. Has to be. Right. Yeah, it's just there's been a revolving door of title sponsors, hosts. The courses are 
it's not in a market, right? Yeah, yeah, yes. Um, I think Pebble has to stay via history venue. Might even be elevated. Certain it has obviously a primo title sponsor that's put a lot of money into the tour. Riv stays. I think Tori stays. Like, what are you? What are you suggesting we get rid of outside of Amex? Napa? I know that's a, well. It's a, it's the sad thing. Like, right? Napa. I think this is a really good tournament. I I think it's a you know somewhat interesting golf course. Um, it's not like I don't think it's a great golf course, but I think for pro golf, it 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 uh, it consistently produces like pretty fun tournaments and you know it's got an identity it's like hard to drive the ball there because of how firm it is and in the fairway you know like it's got a unique identity right yeah um yeah. in 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 the sense of it but like and like i mean here's the thing like i am always somebody that's like hey you know the tour should be you know going to major cities and everything napa i think this you know event's not in a major city you know it's close like you know, I could get up there pretty easy, but like one of the things about it is that it's super predictable weather. Yes. It's primetime golf. Aside from the like, fires and fog. Smog. Yeah. I mean, we had another fog delay. And of course, this is the fall series tradition unlike any it's other. It's usually not foggy there. Every first and second round suspended due to darkness every year. Like I'm not saying just Napa, but that's just what happens through the fall series. Should um, like, should the tour play the majority of tournaments on the west coast majority of tournaments should they should like, like the the most plus? the 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 largest percentage of a region be the west coast sure yeah probably for primetime viewing is that T- what you're tv viewing some predictable venue. weather yeah that's fine sure i think there's too many in texas and florida i think everybody yeah. would agree with that right um but the other thing, like in you know, Florida is like one of the few nice places to go in, in Fe- you know, February and places. I mean, but I would say the best stretch of golf is on the West Coast. We know and, that, and the, yeah. You know the like when you think about like, oh, what's the best fall series? I, I actually I really like the Houston event too. But uh, what's the best fall series event? It's Napa, probably. Often Napa, yeah, yeah. And I. I you know, and I say this, and I know I'm the person that always is like, why don't we have events in New York, Boston? But two things can be true. The majority of events, like they could play a heavily West Coast weighted schedule because of TV and predictability from a weather standpoint, and also still go to major cities. Yep. You know, that would require cutting some fat. Yep. Uh all right, let's get to a flashback for like what sponsor? What sponsor that's forking out ten million dollars? If the tour's like we want to move your event to New York City, it's gonna be like no, right? Like, <laughs> right? I think so. I would think so. I mean, well, some of these. Hey, we're getting a lot of messages about FedEx. Not a good week for Jay. FedEx uh, stock is is down bad, real bad. We've got a lot of messages to keep your eye on that. Uh, I don't know if that will immediately impact the tour, but um, you know, it's they'll come back. It's a big company, but we've just getting a lot of messages to keep our eye on. The FedEx is going through it right now, uh, significant way. So, do you do you think that uh, that'll impact the Falcons' game plan this week? 
You think Art is a little Arthur Smith? He's got he might be worried. No, no. Uh, but yeah, that's a you know sugar daddy of the tour, so to speak. It's not great. Um, all right, I got a, of, I got a, I got a second question. What? Short term disaster, right? Long term, long term, short term. Any F- FedEx withdrawal would be an utter disaster. Yeah, I'm not suggesting that's percolating too. By the way, but yeah, yeah. go ahead. Long term, would it be the be- greatest thing that could ever happen to the PGA Tour? <laughs> uh, I don't know why. What do you? Because they break free from the shackles of the of the point system and having to serve that master so consistently and yeah aggressively. I mean, wouldn't they just need to find another one? I don't know. That they well, they, they wouldn't, they would remove themselves from having somebody that they told this is, we've got it figured out. We've got this playoffs figured out. This is the greatest system ever that you sold somebody a billion dollars on a shitty, shitty playoff system. <laughs> And all of a sudden, you don't have to say that. You that can't. That doesn't have to be your public line. You don't have like you know. Think about like what the, what they're how they're trying to reinvent the tour is like strictly around you know like the, the one thing they can't. They have to reinvent the tour around this terrible system that they've created. You know. Uh speaking of sponsors, Precision Pro Golf, FedEx. I don't know that they're the biggest FedEx, but Precision Pro Golf. Uh, I used my rangefinder all day yesterday at this outing to great effect. With uh, you know, I went deuce deuce there. Uh, I I shot my number. There's the deuce the deuce club. Um, you know, at Cyprus, there's a deuce deuce club. Really? For, For anybody that goes two uh, two on fifteen sixteen. Sixteen. Interesting. It's a very illustrious club. I would I, imagine. It's uh, the deuce deuce club. Okay. A little little golf fact. Uh so I had my uh, I had my Precision Pro out all day. My buddy, I was riding in the car with a buddy who did not have that. Had some, I think it's probably more f- fancier, you know, different kind of fancier. Expensive. There's nothing not fancier. fancier, more expensive. You can you can spend you can spend more money on slope. something that he was envious. He wants a slope one. So I go, you were yeah. out there. You were out there cheating with the slope in a tournament. You just let me just tell you something. These Catholic school scrambles, these are the most unscrupulous MFers ever. They've got scores coming in with 52, 54, like ridiculous. Sometimes you might even get one that breaks 50. It's just a bunch of bullshit that's going on out there. We shot 59, I think. Came in like 10th place or something. Um, So the slope, I think, is the least of the worries going on out there. Um, so I had my my guy, my buddy didn't have a slope. He was, he was like, Oh God, I need one of those slopes. And I said, you go to precisionprogolf.com, use the promo code. What's the promo code here? Shotgun 20. Shotgun 20 gets you $20 off an NX 10, which you can customize, personalize. You got the, uh, fried egg plate, magnet plate, um, to switch out, or you could just keep it white and be basic if you'd like to do that. But uh, they've been a big supporter of ours. As far as we know, stock price, not in the can either. Doing well, growing, thriving uh, through their, uh, you know, innovation and reliability. And also, like, value. Like, there's real value, right? It's not – it doesn't feel like I left a $500 driver behind if I do. I feel like it's an expensive Uh, piece of equipment. But it's like 
great value for a rangefinder. So uh, you can go to precisionprogolf.com, use the promo code SHOTGUN20 uh, to get $20 off your NX10. All right, where are we going for Flashback Friday? You said you had a little Silverado oh, stuff. I got some I amusing. Find it. Stick around for this one. Got some amusing thing uh, on uh, John Fry, the former you know namesake of the Fries.com open. Yeah, Fry mine's from the Fries era too. Okay. All right. So this is just about how Silverado came back. So okay. Silverado was a host um, back in the day. And it was, you know, it hosted the Kaiser International Open from 68 to 76. Did the you Anheuser know about that before your research? No. I did not know Silverado was like a historic, more historic host place. I mean, I, we're yeah. younger, but yeah, I hadn't known about that. Okay. And then that became the Anheuser-Busch Classic. How great. Of, <laughs> can you imagine if Anheuser-Busch sponsored tournament now? What Which happened? I, I think they went to, uh, I think that switched to Williamsburg, to the Kingsmill event, I think is where they, they took it and made a Champions Tour thing and How about got washed out somewhere. Anheuser-Busch sponsoring a tournament in the middle of wine country. <laughs> like, I'd imagine, like, beer sales and, and Napa are so low. <laughs> you, know, you go to Napa and you have, you have beer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's like waste management you know that's like a troll job of like republic the other big man waste Groot or uh, like republic it? waste services or something is headquartered like a mile away from tpc scottsdale and then they got their big you know competitor doing the party down the street go ahead Continue. um so some winners johnny miller won twice crenshaw nicholas watson so like a really big thing. Then it hosted Champions Tour from 89 to 2002. Uh, you know, and then it, it kind of just left. And, and it, it was described as tired. And that, yes. that's kind of what, what led it to, to leave. So Johnny Miller uh, wanted to, to revitalize it. And why wouldn't he, right? He was a uh, part owner. And he became a part owner in 2010. And this just speaks to kind of the the influence of a uh-huh. all timer. I think we so read some went, articles, similar articles. But go ahead. So you went to Duke Butler. I the think Duke. it's Duke. Yes, the I Duke. Think that's right. Yep. And he said, uh, he said, "Hey, you know, I I I want to know, you know, what I could do, you know." So, you know. Duke said he told Duke they were interested in hosting a tournament as long as it made sound, sense and it kind of planted the seed. And yet at the time, the fries was at Cordoval. And Cordoval, what? Short stay at Cordoval. It wasn't like a, a long, yeah. but yeah, go ahead. But Cordoval had like the U.S. Women's Open coming up and yeah. like they, they didn't, the tour didn't feel like they were making it a priority. And, you know, Basically, Miller renovated the course. They redid the hotel and spa and everything. And then all of a sudden, you know, it was like, he was like, I had no idea the fries would be available. So, I thought they were getting like a KFT event or something. Yeah, KFT or a Champions Tour, Tour whatever yeah. it is. And the tour came out, passed inspection. And, 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 that, and because of Miller, really, just because of Johnny Miller, the 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 tournament goes back to Silverado. That's like you know, yeah. That's he how the thumb on the scale <laughs> a little bit influence. That's how some of these 
you know, things are just decided. You know, it's like, why is there a event in Sea Island? I guarantee a lot of that has to do with one Davis Love the <laughs> Third. Like, you know, it's not because it's a great market. It's not a great place for fans to go watch. It's not because there's people clamoring to watch Sea Island on TV. No, it's there because of Davis Love the Third. You know, yeah. and 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 that's why there's not an event. You know, it, it's just. That's why there are events in these random locales is that the tour is, is almost like, you know, it's, it's, it's heavily influenced by players. So, um, you know, it's at the time that it was awarded Silverado was thought of to be a stopgap. Yes. Described as a stopgap before heading to the Institute. Oh, John Fry. Ultra, ultra exclusive course in Morgan Hill. So I think well, you read up on this. Oh, yeah. Was- this is just an alley-oop. Uh, nice little alley-oop to me. I started reading. I was like, well, I got to know more about this institute. Yeah, I got some sick with me here. Got some just uh, insane, hilarious details about this place, which appears to still exist. Um, but they never did did build the, the, the uh, reason why they, you know, were supposed to come back from Silverado. They needed Silverado because there was complications at John Fry's ultra-private course, the Institute. There's complications in building a large castle replica clubhouse that has de- derailed the plan, completely <laughs> derailed the plan. To castle Fry. Oh, wait till you get to the details of that. The Fry's.com open, which became the Safeway open. It was played by Car- Cordoval while they were trying to build this castle. Eventually, goes to... Uh, you know, Silverado permanently once Safeway steps in. Uh, it, it, it Commissioner Tim Fincham, when Safeway stepped in, was like, "We'd like to thank Jane Fry, everyone, or John Fry, everyone at Fry's for their tremendous support of an event since its inception. Thanks to their involvement, the event has become a pivotal stop in the season-long race for the FedEx Cup. So Fry did like really build this event out of nothing. Now the lineage is totally gone. His name's gone. It's not at his course. It's not you know." But he did build it and like put his force personality behind it, but, you know, in the same way that Johnny eventually got it there. So what's up with this castle replica clubhouse that derailed the plan to host an event? This is a 2006 NBC News article. Think of it as the ultimate ivory tower for academics, a castle inspired by Spain's Alhambra, lavished with sun-dappled courtyards, artisan-crafted frescoes, grottos, fountains, and a patio with 12 marble lions that spit water every hour on the hour. 12 marble lions that spit water every hour on the hour. But instead of housing nobles atop an Iberian hill, the newest fortress will serve as a quiet retreat for mathematicians next to a golf course in suburban Silicon Valley. So it's, you know, Fry's the head of this uh, American Institute of Mathematics. Um, And so it's supposed to be that where like thousands of mathematicians come and do work. And it's also the clubhouse. Um, but this 2006 article, it's expected to be complete by 2009. The Institute, it's not complete in 2009 or now. The Institute and Castle are the brainchild of electronics retail, uh, retailer, John Fry, who owns the nearby links and plans to donate his impressive collection of historical documents, including, you know, Einstein stuff. Fry, the media-shunning co-founder and chief executive of Fry's Electronics, refused requests to be interviewed about the castle he's funding. The 167,000-square-foot palace, 167,000-square-foot castle clubhouse, 
is rumored to cost more than $50 million. This was in 2006. <laughs> Although people involved in the project admit no one will know the true cost until it's finished. It never did get finished. Fry's involvement in the minutia of the castle construction doesn't surprise people. No one shaped nearly every aspect of his family's 32-store chain. This is a total drive-by. This is NBC News. He's shaped nearly every aspect of his family's 32-store chain, a nerdy utopia where techno-savvy shoppers can get deals on computer parts, networking equipment, and appliances if they're willing to overlook abysmal customer service, sketchy refund policies, and clerks who make little more than minimum wage. This is an NBC News article. The Better Business Bureau routinely pans fries... Fries. Consumer advocates berate the stores for luring shoppers with deeply discounted oh, items and then enticing them to buy higher priced merchandise and make impulse purchases. But Fries, which sells everything from microchips to potato chips, has obsessive fans, particularly in Silicon Valley. This castle, the Alhambra style castle with water, 12 lines of spit water every hour on the hour, will replace the Flying Lady Ranch, a vacant restaurant of 180, 190 acres of Fry family property. Demolition will begin in October. Um, so I mean, math- can we just pause for a second? Yeah, yeah. What's going through my head is just like how golf is it that they wanted to host a multi-million dollar tournament at a golf course and they were just waiting for the $50 million clubhouse to be built. <laughs> like a most absurd sport. Uh, it was emphasized the math castle is going to be an homage to Alhambra, not a replica. Stonemason, stained glass artisans will give the place an authentic feel, have a unabashedly modern touches, including a 30,000 square feet of underground parking uh, kitchen. The math castle. 30,000 include- underground parking? Yeah, square feet. Well, there's thousands of mathematicians that would also come. It's not just a golf uh, clubhouse, apparently. The math is there like a society of, of yes, mathematicians? Yes, he founded it. It's this, yeah, American Institute of Mathematics. The math castle will include its own version of the Fountain of Lions, Alhambra's alabaster basin, flanked by 12 white marble lions, which signify strength and courage. During the reconquest of Spain, Christians disassembled the clock to see how it functioned, and no one's been able to get it to work. So every hour, you know, the lion spits a stream of water. Clock far more advanced than any sundial at the time. So the, the, the kind of architect behind the castle, so sick, says, we could cheat and do it electronically, but I doubt Mr. Fry would allow that to happen. So they got to figure out how these Spaniards got the lines to spit water naturally without electronics. Um, this is a Pro Golf Now article. So I'm not sure about the veracity of it. It looks like a blog post from like 2009. The Institute, the golf course is still there. The course is not. I found it on Google Maps. It's totally unlisted. Does not look to be in great shape, judging from satellite. So I don't know what the status of it is. I do not see a castle on Google Maps, though. The Institute Golf Course, this is 2019, was created by Fry. Opened in 2002. The design is attributed to Neil Meager. Meager? I saw, I'm not sure that's, I saw another name also associated with it. The course came under quite a bit of scrutiny as it was built without proper environmental, federal, and state permits. After constructing the course, Fry instructed his staff to plant a mile-long row of Italian cypress trees to block any view from the outside. The tree-lined fence is only broken by an unmarked entrance and small security hut. Measuring at just shy of 8,000 yards from the back tees, it is believed to be the longest course in California. It is a serious golf course. Roger Maltby said, 
when he played it a few years back, so probably mid-2015 or so. Quote, it's an impeccable condition. That's about our Marco Simone, getting back to our uh, bit on the Italian Open. It's an impe- impeccable condition. And you can put that in bold type and underline it. Impeccable. The golf course is also certainly capable of hosting something big. It's ready for that kind of challenge. Fry built the course with the ultimate goal of hosting a major championship. <laughs> Can you imagine that a major <laughs> just off 101 in the desert that this math castle overlooking it? Hosting a major championship and or the fries.com. However, 2015 <laughs> was the last year. Hosting a major and or the fries.com. That's that of all the lines, even the drive-by, that might be the best line. <laughs> And or the fries.com. However, 2015 was the last year that Fries sponsored the Fall Series event. Now at Silverado. I think that's it. Um, yeah, there's a bunch of like they had a ton of ton of battles about the, the permitting because of uh, environmental impacts. Uh, yeah, it, I, there's like a million articles about how they're still going to they're still going to begin construction next week. I, I read the Gilroy Dispatch, which is uh, in 2015. Uh, about how they were ready to bring in construction. It just, uh, I don't think it was ever built. It was not fully permitted permitted to begin construction. So uh, I see 170,000 square foot Castle Lake structure, but I don't think it was ever, with the marble lines spinning every hour on the hour, was ever built. And that's, you know, part of why it never got it back. Silverado was just supposed to be a, a, a you know, one-stop shop. And then you go back to the Institute which apparently, I, I don't know, if you see somebody else out there, it's one of those places, it's a busy day. You know, it's like in, incredibly ultra private if it's I'm, I'm bummed that, that this math castle never got built. I, I, I feel like it's one of the biggest tragedies in, in American history. Maybe they're still working on it. Who knows? But some of these articles are about <laughs> 17 years old. And I don't think it's built. So. All right. That does it for your Precision Pro Flashback Friday. Everyone, hey, enjoy your weekends. We uh, we thank you for your continued support of the podcast. really means a lot. Uh, we'll be back Monday to talk whatever, Safeway or Silverado, Live Chicago, Italian Open. Talk to you then. Enjoy your weekends.